today. What are we doing today, Kish? Well, I know people probably wonder, why do you have glasses out? Or, these are alcohol. We don't usually drink alcohol. But it's my fifth year anniversary. Um, Actually, October 21st is my fifth year anniversary. And what's that in, entails? Five years ago, I'd had... Um, 33 sessions of radiation, and I finished my last session, my third, third session, which my last session on October 21st, 2015. Why did I have this radiation? Um, when I had backstory, pregnant with my youngest, you know, we had her yeah. in the hospital. I had the worst headache I could ever imagine in my life. And I have a history of migraines, but this headache was like, make a migraine look like a punk. It was like so bad. And I'm in the hospital, like my head hurt, my head hurt. And they give me like Motrin, Tylenol, you know, stuff like this. I'm like, my head is still hurting. Um, so I remember the night before we was at home, got discharged, um, home, actually on Valentine's Day, got yeah. discharged from the hospital, you know, had my baby, got discharged. And night before I remember praying to God, was like, God, if you got to take away my eyesight to get my um, spiritual eyesight, I'm down for it. I wake up the morning, couldn't see. I said, Lord, I was joking. <laughs> I really didn't mean that for real, real. No backsies. Right. <laughs> like, no, Lord. I didn't mean that for real. Like, literally, the next day, it happened. So, what happened? Um, and Rashad thought I was working out. My head was still in excruciating pain. Um, I started feeling, like, aches behind my ear. Um, everything started to taste like metal. And then the left side of my face drooped. And then my left eye closed, and my eyesight was open. Like, I couldn't close my um, right eye, but even though it was open, I really couldn't see out of it. Um, so, finally, Rashad was like, no, maybe you need, do need to go to the doctor. Because before, when I was in the hospital, they was like, oh, this is just hormones. And I'm like, but I, this is my third child. Never had this happen. They was like, well, because you older, and this is your third child. Each child's a difference. I'm like, mm, something don't seem right. And during my pregnancy, I kept having headaches soon, which they kept putting it off as this was pregnancy and because of my age, this was just kind of like, yeah, this is what your body is doing. Like you old now, bro. Like yeah, so now. they give me all this medicine. I'm like, something ain't right. So fast forward, we go to the emergency room. Um, I'm sitting there. They did. They do, They said, I'm going to do an MRI. So I'm like, okay. God said to me, they're going to find something. I'm like, come on, not really. So did the MRI come back? They're like, oh, yeah, your MRI is normal. I'm like, yes. Except for that tumor. What? <laughs> and I'm like, what you mean? They was like, yeah, you got a tumor on your brain. You didn't know that? I'm like, no. How would I know that? So they diagnosed me. I have a meningioma, which is a benign brain tumor. And they diagnosed me with Bell palsy. At the same time as diagnosing me, an intern came in and was like, I'm a resident and I've never seen Bell palsy. Can I see you again? And she's like this. I'm like, yo, this, I can't make this up. You just tell me I have a brain tumor and this one is looking all my face. And I know some would say, why you just didn't say this? I was so much in shock by the diagnosis of a brain tumor. I was in, remember we talking about fight, flight, or freeze? Yeah. I froze. Yeah. I was like, but then my next instant was I ran. <laughs> I ran to, no, no, the hospital gown, butt out. I ran to the bathroom. Don't know why. I just ran to the bathroom. It's like the right thing to do. Um. And then they was telling me, proceed, and this is the first time that when they actually was talking to me, it was like, wah, 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 like I didn't understand nothing. So, I can't remember where you went, but you came back in, and you were like, what happened? I was like, yo, 
I got a brain tumor. He was like, what? Stop playing. I'm like, like, who plays about having a brain tumor? Like, this is rhetorical. I'm, I'm serious. So I'm like, talk to the doctor. I run out again. He talked to the doctor. He's like, yeah, they did say you, you have a brain tumor. So at the same time, my mother came. Because remember, I just had the baby. So this is maybe a week or two. It's a week later. A week it's later. exactly seven days. Later. Yeah, seven days. So my mother came. My mother and my siblings came down to see the new baby. And I didn't tell my mother what was going on. So she looks at my face. Mind you, they thought I had a they thought I had a stroke. Um, one thing they thought I had a aneurysm. Um, thank God it wasn't that. Um, so my face still looked like I had a stroke. So my mother one side my face was paralyzed. My mother looks at me, she's like, You didn't tell me you look that bad. What's going on? And I'm like, Dad, never <laughs> but then I think she realized what she said and she's like no it don't mean that bad I'm just saying yeah it's just probably Bella Pot. you know she tried to but I still didn't tell anyone what was going on um, the reason why I didn't tell because I didn't want to face it, it no I'm, I'm going to take that back it's not because I didn't want to face it I knew they were going to have questions and I was such in a vulnerable state you want to talk about it I didn't want to talk about it and I didn't want no one to ask me questions especially questions I didn't know like, shortly later, the same day came from the hospital. It was like a Sunday. I'm getting all these calls. I'm like, I'm getting nervous. It's like, it's the emergency room calling me. A neurologist is calling me. And it was someone else. Like, I was getting all these calls to a doctor. And it's like a Sunday. So, I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is, like, this is serious. Um, So, did all that. Went to call next day. They never got an appointment this fast before in my life. Like, they was, like, scheduling me for appointments, like, Mind you, it's on the Sunday. They was like, on Monday, we need you to come in. Like, what? <laughs> what I'm going on? So we go into to this office. Um, who was she? The Russian lady. The Russian doctor. Was she a neurologist? The neurologist. And I'm in the waiting room, and I see somebody walking past looking at me real hard. And I'm like, even though my, my eyesight was bad, but I saw it. And you can feel people around you. So I feel somebody, and I feel somebody staring at me. I'm like, Rashad, someone looking at me? <laughs> He's like, yeah. And she just walking and keep walking past and looking at me. I'm like, I'm like, that must be the doctor. So she go in, she we go in the room, she looks at me and was like, Man, if I knew your face was this bad, I would send I would see you earlier. Now I'm already feeling insecure because my face, one side of my face is paralyzed. And then you like, Dad, you look real bad. I'm like, Thank you. And I remember I just had a baby. This is about week two now. I just had a baby, so my emotions and my hormones were all over the place. So she told me, she's like, you need to get an MRI with contrast. I'm like, okay. She's like, no, do it now. Now, I breastfeed my child. She's only two weeks old. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, so what's the side effects of it? Does it go through your milk? Is it something I can still um, nurse off? No, but you still got to do it now. You can't nurse right up there. And I'm like, well, I can't. Imagine I just had this baby. I'm nursing. She's like, well, you're going to have to stop. I'm like, I can't just stop because I don't even know she can take a bottle yet. Only thing I have given her is my breast milk, and my children tend to have allergies to milk. So I can't just give her another milk because I don't know if she'll have an allergic reaction, and I don't want to. I want to continue nursing. And plus, I don't know if she can use a bottle. So I can't say right now, you may do this test, and then I go home and I can't feed my child. We can't give her anything for her. Yeah. So she's like, well, you need to work that out, and then you need to do this quick. I'm like... I'm ball- I'm balling now because I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Remember her? Oh, yeah. So, thank God, like, I never pumped this much milk 
God was just supplying. The milk was over. I was able to pump like bottles and bottles and bottles of milk and still nurse her. Like I was never able to do that before any of my children. It was like bottles and bottles and bottles and nursing and bottles. And I was like, yo, I got enough milk. So I, can, I took the test. So came back. She was like, yeah, it's a meningioma, a benign brain tumor. Um, but I think we need to do a spinal tap. I'm like, why? In case you get diseases that only black people get. I was like, what? <laughs> what are diseases only black people get? She's like, like lupus. And she's named some other disease. I couldn't remember. I said, well, do I have the sign? She's like, no, but we still should do a, a spinal tap. It's like, ah, no. So then I was referred over to the neurosurgeon. He's like, yeah, still talking. And I didn't want to hear no more like tumor. I was like, I'm tired of hearing the word tumor. Like I literally was like, people say tumor, I cried. I like, I didn't want to hear. It could be a TV show. They're like tumor. I was like, ah! <laughs> I can't. So go over there to the neurosurgeon. And he's like, yeah, we do surgery. Um, and I'm like, you got to cut my hair off. He was like, yeah, no, put it here. Roll your face down. Split your brain. Um, split your skull in half. And I'm like, and he explained it like. So, so ever so not Like ABC wants it. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying it like, you going to split my skull and pull my face off of my skull? <laughs> Sound like a stereotypical surgeon. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I was like, so I started crying again. All right, so, since you forgot, let me ask context to that. Yeah. So we went to the neurosurgeon at, um, and you know where we went. And they, he also said, it's three options. You can got surgery, oh um, cyber knife or radiation. And then, but the thing, but also the thing about that, he also said, yeah, you're still going to have to do cyber knife or radiation, even if we do surgery. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, though, why the heck are we doing surgery? If I still got to do radiation, yeah. regardless. And then he was like, um, I know, describe to you, this is major. And that's exactly, remember, that's exactly like, how he said it. And, but, and, and like, and, and then your last, like, stay, I was like, yo, I'm not, I'm not really feeling this. And he was like, me neither. And he was like, so they referred and, me to No, no, one. no, they didn't refer you. You asked. You asked, how long, I said, how long do I have? And he was like, no, you got, you got time to make a decision. Yeah. And that's what, and that was like our next course of action was just to wait and then make a decision. But no, you recommended also, you was like, can you refer her to another neurologist? Oh, yeah, can we get, can, can we get a second the opinion? The neurologist can make me feel like death. I like, said, yeah, I said, yeah, can we get a second opinion on, on for, for the neurosurgeon? And they were like, well, no, because it's a specialist now. It might take a while. She's willing to see you. So go back to her and we'll work on the referral. But then they recommend me to a radiologist. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, but also, mind you, this particular group is only referring me to the people in their group. So now looking back, I will go further in the story. Looking back on it. They didn't look at me holistically. They only referred me to their friends, their colleagues, to keep it within that certain group. So, okay, go back to the Russian lady, the new neurologist. She walks in and is like, what are you doing here? Because I would not get a spinal tap. I was like, I might, if you say I don't have any symptoms, I'm not getting a spinal tap. For what? I feel like they were trying to fleece my insurance. Um, so they come in and they're like, she's like, what, you, what are you doing here? Rashad goes off. I'm boohooing. I don't even remember that. You went off. <laughs> you packing up the baby. Wow, we are going to... This went off. So I was like, well, fine, come back. She's like, you don't do what I'm t- when I'm telling you to do. My recommendation is no need for me to see you then. And then she looks at the baby. I knew one was like, is, is she all right? Is there something wrong with her too? 
Do you remember that? Uh-uh. You went off on that too. Don't be looking at my baby. I was like, and I'm balling. <laughs> so I just, like I, I remember like, packing up. I don't remember none of the dialogue. Yes. So I'm balling. I'm crying. So I'm still looking. I'm like, so if you felt that way, why didn't you tell me that instead of collecting my payments of my copay, why didn't you tell me not to come to this appointment? That's what we have radiology. And I'm having an appointment. Mind you, I still can't see. So Rashad, I, I'll joke and say he's my CNI dog. <laughs> Rashad literally had to had to hold onto his shoulder or his arm, and he had to walk me around because I couldn't see. And the eye that was open, I really didn't have any um vision. Vision, and, and also I couldn't move my face, so I couldn't smile either. Um, because some people I had pictures, some people was like, "Why are you not smiling?" And I had glasses on. People was like, "Why are you not smiling?" I was like, "I had nothing. Like I can't smile. My face is paralyzed, so I can't smile." Which I got some of the people. It's like I wish I could do that. I wish you know that's I would I get something to make my face look like that. That's some Botox. I was like, no. If this was Botox, feel like I never wanted in my life. Um, yeah. So we went through radio. So, and this is another thing. I felt like they didn't look at me as a person. They schedule all these appointments, knowing I can't see. And I want some one day. I had four appointments in one day. I'm like, and I said to finally, I said to my um my general doctor, I said. Everyone scheduled me all this appointment. No one asked me how am I getting here. And she she was like, I never thought about that. I said, y'all know I can't see. No one asked me how I'm getting to this appointment. We stay scheduling appointments, but no one even offered some resources on how to get here. Um, but at this time, Rashad was on paternity leave, but he ultimately had to leave your job because it we had a newborn baby and I could not see. Um, so I, it was like he I needed daycare for me. Like, we need someone, a babysitter for the baby and for myself. Sped for it. I speak to my guy. My gynecologist was the one that actually helped me. He was like, huh, speak to this neuro, neurosurgeon. If he says you need um surgery, do it. He's like, this is the one where if he if they say he I need surgery, I'm doing it. So, I, mind you, he's my gynecologist. Why aren't the other people who <laughs> specialize in this helping me? Okay, contact them. Finally, other doctor, he was like, oh, yeah. He explained to me. But by that time, I see an interview for um, Hampton Proton Therapy. In commercial? A com- sorry, yeah, a commercial. And I'm like, hmm, okay. And I think, I said, I wonder if they can address my case. I wonder if they'll see me. So I called. The lady was working perfectly. She's like, I get you in. She got me in, like, right away. First interview, my doctor we was still about two, three hours, and he's going to see me. I go off, and I leave. <laughs> and plus, we had, remember, we had to pick up the children. Yeah. I go off, and I leave. So, they schedule an appointment with me rather quickly. And he was, like, just going down the list. And they was like, so no one referred you to to us? I was like, no. It was either their suggestion was surgery. The cyber knife. Cyber knife. Or, and, or, or, and standard radiation. radiation. Yeah. But no one, they and it was only in their system. It was not like it was only in this. They wouldn't refer me to anybody else. It was just thank God from my gynecologist and seeing a random commercial. So he was like, "Let me explain to you." He put up the brain. I'm still bawling because I'm like, I'm tired of seeing pictures of my brain now. This tumor, like, I'm tired. Um, put up the picture. He's like, "If you have surgery, you're gonna die." I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
kind of cute. We laughing now, but it wasn't funny then. Oh, I was nah, crying. Not at all, yo. Like, Rashad was like, Keisha, where are you? I used to be at the table like, Ugh. I used to be just crying. I'm, la- I'm so serious. I used to just be in the corner crying because I didn't want nobody to see me. Um, so he's, I'm like, well, thank God. So he was like Hampton Proton Therapy. I, I thank him. My doctor was Dr. Alan Thornton. Never on time. Dr. Thornton. But he's he's like, honestly, he's best. like the best. And that's like, he's world renowned for like tumors, brain tumors. Yeah. So he's telling me about Hampton Proton. I mean, he's explained this to me like no other doctor has ever explained this to me. Other doctors told me what to do. He explained it to me and showed the pictures and was like, look, and this and this. I felt like, I was most informed. Mind you, this was like my second opinion. So I had like 10 doctors I have seen before this and never been well informed. This is almost like two months later. Two months in my year. Yeah, this was a, this wasn't like, so this, we, it was a gap between. Cause it was almost time for me to go back to work. Yeah, it was a gap between, yeah. you know, like us having all them crappy um, diagnoses that didn't actually have going there. And I never had Bell's palsy. Yeah, I never had. I'm taking all this medication for Bell palsy. I never had. Um, Went there, so he was like explaining to proton therapy. He was like, "Let me explain to you why it's different than radiation. Radiation regular leaves a cloud around your brain, which you call a radiation cloud. It's not precise, so they can't guarantee that you won't hit. It will hit actually this point. It might hit there and somewhere else. Also, the tumor's wrapped around my pituitary gland, which is the reason I couldn't see." I mean, the reason why my face was paralyzed, my eyes closed. So if I had the standard radiation, it it couldn't be exactly direct to not impact yeah. my um my pituitary gland. Also, another analogy he used, he said that the um that the standard like the traditional radiation is like a shotgun. Yeah. It says it just goes explodes everywhere. Also, yeah. Another thing too, like you were also having a really, really hard time remembering things, and that was also wrapped around the same nerve that also control memory too. Yes. So that yes. so so that was a like a major thing, and the crazy part was, was. When, when he explained that how like people have this like meningioma is actually pretty is not as uncommon as we think it is. Yeah. And a lot of people have it, and a lot of people end up going crazy over time because it goes undiagnosed. Yeah, that's one of the side effects yeah. actually. Like you, you'll you'll, you'll, you'll lose literally start losing your mind because your short term memory your short term memory goes and people actually diagnose with like, yeah. you know, like like mental um mental illness and they really just had a physical a brain, illness and brain tumor. So I'm glad you brought that up. I yeah, forgot. so so there was a like a lot of things, a lot of <laughs> education that went on that we definitely we got from from Dr. Thornton that we wasn't getting anywhere else, and I'm very thankful for that. Even say my season affected this all. I mean, like this time of year, I started getting really depressed. He also explained to me, "This is your brain tumor because that part of your brain is not receiving sun because of the blockage." And it was like, "Oh my gosh!" So I'm not like bugging. Like this is really something. And then I'm like, "Well, how long did I have this?" He was like, "Honestly, you probably had this minimum of ten years." Yeah. So, minimum 10 years, why this happened now? Because I gave um, my third child the hormones for being pregnant and the pushing caused the tumor to grow. So, the hormones and the pushing caused it to, no, when pushing out of birth in the child caused the hormone to get um, bigger, which that's the reason it impacted my, um, my eyesight. Yeah, also because 
anytime, like, like anytime, like, and I, I realized this, but I didn't realize this until you was going through your, um, going through your therapy. Like anytime you have any sort of heart impact emotion on your brain, it affects your brain. Like, let's say you get like a concussion mm-hmm. or like if you strain too hard yeah. or you pick up something, like all that is, is, is stress and strain on your brain. So that was another aspect that I didn't really think about until until then. I'm like, man, it does make sense. So after all that time of, you know, doing things, let's say like picking up something the wrong way or like just like, you know, um, when you were actually giving birth, instead of actually breathing correctly, you just holding your breath and squeezing as hard as you can is impacting your um, your your brain. Mm -hmm. So that also contributed to that. Yeah. But the, 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 the silver yeah. lining, so to speak, was if that never happened, you never would have found out. Like, it, it would have been a, just a natural progression of you just being like, you know, 55 years old and you just out here like, yo, Keisha crazy now. It was, right. I don't know what's wrong with her. Right. And you really have a legit issue. And then even like my, my mother's name, my mother and Rashad's name, my youngest child, and her first name is Nia. And... Of course, the part, the on um, the definition Nia is purpose, and just to think that her purpose was part of her purpose, not all, was to bring light of I had a brain tumor, cause who know when it would go? It could have started. It could have eventually went that way when I got into maybe menopause, and it's yeah. like well, it was too much. Yeah, I could, yeah, they would have attributed to that. Yeah, and yeah. me taking medicine yeah. and stuff, and we have yeah. gotten bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just like. Oh my gosh, like you have so much purpose here, not just for this, but if it wasn't for her, I would not have known this. And her name, the name Nia was just like, oh my gosh, like this is supposed to be your name. Um, so started Pantham, started Proton Day, August 20th. So when I was supposed to have surgeries, it, I have markers in my head. Why they put markers in here? Because when you have radiation, they mark exactly where the radiation beam should be at. So you have to have to get surgery to put markers in my head. August 20th, I'm sitting here in the emergency, not in the emergency room, um, when they prepping me for surgery. I said, Rashad, my family's hiding something from me. Remember that? He's like, what? I said, my uncle, my um, grandfather passed away, they're not telling me. And he's looked at me kind of like, what? I was like, my grandfather passed away, and he, they're not telling me. Um, so I, I said, I can't, I got to get focused. I'm about to have a surgery. I can't work. Like, I can't go in the situation being stressed out. And by this time, I did tell my family because I didn't believe in going through surgery and not telling my family, God forbid, if something happened to me, I didn't want them to be surprised. Like, oh, my gosh, what happened? You know, I didn't want to be surprised. And we were talking about when I told my family, like, they was just, but I felt in a better place when I told them. Like, it didn't bring me down no more. I was able to answer their questions. Yeah. Um. So, got it, by the way. Did find out my my grandfather did pass away. So as I was going in surgery, he passed away. I'm like, really? Can this get any worse? <laughs> I have a baby, grab a brain tube, but go for surgery. My grandfather died. Like I can't do this no more. Shortly after that, the baby remember had yeah. this bump on her arm. It's like, what is this bump? Take her to the hospital. We end up in surgery. When we going for a doctor's visit, we end up in surgery with her. We like. Lord, can this kid like, oh my gosh, this is like the worst. What we thought was the worst. Um, doctors finally came and got me and was like, Miss Jones, can you go in this room? I'm a social worker working out that hospital before. I know when they tell you come to this room, your child usually didn't make it. So you come to the room, I go off in the hallway. I'm in going, oh, no, you ain't going to bring me out in the room. You going to tell me where it is right here. And Michelle's going to be like, yo, what's going on? But he doesn't know. 
I know my history is that when they bring you in the room, they about to tell you something they don't want everybody else to see. Yeah. So, and then next thing is like, do you want me to get a chaplain for you? So I made him like, no, you're going to tell me where it is right now. The baby, they couldn't get her off the ventilator. So when they had her this surgery, they couldn't get her off. And they tried three or four times before she wouldn't breathe. So we ended up for a, sur- a doctor's appointment too. Now, my baby's on the ventilator. And I'm like, for a bump on her arm. So we ended up at ICU. They wouldn't let us see her. So we did, when the morning time, it's like 4 or 5 o'clock. They wouldn't let me see my child. Finally let me see her. Um, she got all these tubes and stuff on her. She's still not awake. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, Lord, you can't have me go all this and have my baby die at the same time. Like, this really. Rashad calm. He's always calm because I'm the overreactor. We always say we both not going to be in the same emotion at the same time. So he's calm. My mother's called me. I'm hitting, go straight to voicemail. My parents call, both parents call. I'm here and go straight to voicemail. Because I couldn't, I didn't want to talk. I couldn't talk. And I'm a therapist. I'm always talking. I think this is like the first time in my life. I'm like, I don't want to talk to nobody. Um, finally, I said, they finally let us go through. And I call her name. And I'm like, you got to wake up. Mommy's here. Come on. Come on. You got to wake up. You got to wake up. And she opened her eyes. It was like, Lord, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, me, baby. Seriously, but I'm joking now. But it was really was like that. Um, so... I stepped out to let Rashad see and let the kids see it because we only could do what two at a one one at a time one at a time. So we rotate. Yeah, they they didn't let the kids see it. They did, and we took pictures so the kids yeah. can see it. Um, so we go rotate rotate. I stayed the night with the child with my baby. Um, she was completely like wide up, like you would never thought that she, just a few minutes ago she was like that. We stayed in the ICU. Um, all the monitors and stuff on her. Um, she's jumping, she playing, she's screaming, she's shouting like a baby. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're the loudest ba- people in the emergency room. So the next day, I'm supposed to start my first treatment of radiation. The doctor, nasty doctor, they asked her, well, can you, the nurse asked her, can you start with them first? Because she has to go to treatment. She was like, when I get to it, when I get to it. So this other male doctor came was like, he was a resident. He was like, don't worry, I got you. He signed up, we left. Did my first treatment of radiation. Um, and I'm crying. I'm crying. Um, they let them actually, Hampton Proton, I love it, because they actually let them go into a room and watch me have the radiation. Um, and they actually let you do the tour. My middle child is usually the one who's really reserved and nonchalant. When we went to the tour, she ran. Remember when she the tour, she ran, and that kind of broke me down, because she's usually the kind of like, we got it, we got it. Um, I had to start my first session, and I wore this. I had to wear this while I had the radiation for all 33 sessions. Upside down, all 33 sessions. Um, and God told me while I was there, I made the playlist of all inspirational songs. Nothing sad, like Ty Trip, I Got the Victory, all um, inspirational songs. And I made, just to help me, and I asked them, can you play this? And they played it loud, and that was just to help me get through. And, of course, when you have radiation, I had to wear this, and you lay on the bed, and you can't move. And, you know, that time, you, that's when you got to sneeze. That's when your back itches. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't move. First session was hard. Um, I would like to say it gets easier, but it didn't. Then side effects of radiation kicks in. Um. Every side effect they said I should have, I didn't have. Everyone I was having, I wasn't supposed to have. 
um, I started losing a lot, a lot, a lot of weight. Like so bad that like my jean pockets were touching. Um, people started making comments about that. I lost my hair, which they said was going to happen. I started turning gray and it started itching real bad. Like side of my face started turning gray and I had no energy. Like, cause they say you can get radiation, go back to work, which I did and worked that night. But I remember one time Rashad came home was like, Keisha, why are you on the chair? I was like, I can't walk. He's like, what? And he lifted me up and had to take me to bed. Like, I literally could not walk. It was just draining me. I went to Rachel Monday through Friday um, morning time. I tried to get all morning appointments. Uh, and then my hair stopped falling. I remember talking to my best friend. And I looked back on the chair. And my hair was on the chair. And I stopped boy. And then we one time was in the car. And I went like this to my hair. And my hair came out. And I'm in there bawling my eyes. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I know people. people say... That's just hair. It doesn't matter. It's not about the hair. It's because even the part that I recognized myself was gone. I was starting not to recognize who I was now because my face was burnt. I lost a lot, a lot of weight, and now I have no hair. Um, I, I hid it by wearing hats or I just wore my hair. The hair doesn't remain. Like, I try to wear it all the way down. Um, but, like, I had here, all this was gone. Um, and that was my, it, it was, like, that was... How would you say? I'd say that was one. I know we said 2020 is hard, but I think that was like the roughest year for me. Yeah, definitely for you. It was it was a real it was a real low point, you know, and I was I was just only thing I could really do. Oh, yeah. So my my part in this, which I really didn't understand, maybe to like years later was me being a caretaker. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really. I just did it because, you know, like. You were my wife, so I was supposed to take care of you. But I didn't understand just the amount of um, of pressure and stress that actually was on me. You know, trying to take yeah. care of you, take yeah. care of kids, a newborn. bills, newborn. <laughs> I just started a new job. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot. Had to quit your job because I couldn't be yeah, home yeah, alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had to quit the old job and just, you know, really have a bunch of faith and say, yeah, once I finish my um. My, my school, I, I'll get another job. And you know? people was looking at this crazy, like, you not, you, why would he quit his job? People don't know because you couldn't, like, you were, I couldn't you be couldn't, alone. You couldn't, nah. And because remember, like, up until then, you didn't even start radiation nothing yet. Mm-mm. And that was like, over the summertime. So I started August 20th. Yeah. 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 So, so from February until August 19th. It was, it was really, really rough. Mm-hmm. So, I had no had no choice but to be here just to actually be a you know a, a legitimate help. I'm like, was it rough? Heck yeah, it was rough. But Rashad, I thought you was awesome. Like, even though it was, and I used to try to get him to talk to me. Like, Rashad, you can tell I know this is hard. Your wife, like, this is not the wife you planned. Like, when we say I do, you didn't count for this. This wasn't part of that bye bye. Even though sickness and health, but we didn't think as a, this was gonna happen. We didn't never heard of a meningium, a brain. So, you know, Rashad never showed me that. He was always like. Because I wanted to stay in bed all day. At this time, I was depressed. Um, I, I started going back. To, I started going to counseling. I was depressed. And Rashad was like, come on. Let's get up and go. I'm getting up and go. I can't even see to take, go to the bathroom. Um, he would get me dressed, put on clothes. Come on, let's go. And people looking at me, and he got me by the arm. And he walked, Keisha, step. Keisha, three steps. Okay, Keisha, time. I mean, literally, I'm like, and mind you, he got the baby in one arm, me another one. Yeah, it was... um. It, like it was, 
you know my mindset when I have something to do. Like I just I just do it. Like I don't really be thinking about the whole totality of the situation. It's like I have a task. Let me complete said task. Move yeah, on. To, move great. on to the next task. And it wasn't until maybe last year that I actually started to kind of retrospectively look at how things were and, and how it impacted me. Because I was so like, let me just make sure Keisha good, Keisha good. And then I was like, man, like, man, but like, what about you? And I'm like, what about me? And then I started recognizing how how it started to affect me. Because especially like when you started transitioning getting better, like I was, I, I started to have this like, this like animosity. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like I shouldn't even, like, oh, I should not feel this way. But like, yo, like I feel like I've been doing all this stuff. Like I'm not being recognized on this stuff. Like I'm tired. Don't nobody really see this. And I'm, I'm like, yo, like I'm just, like I need something to change for, mm-hmm. for me to be better, mm-hmm. you know? And I felt really, I felt really guilty about feeling like that mm-hmm. because a lot of times as, as caretakers, caretakers do the work, don't get a whole lot of recognition for said mm-hmm. work. And then they have to continue to do the work mainly because of the situation that somebody else is in and they love that person so much or have an obligation to say a person that they don't want to disappoint them. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's and where I'm keep I'll, it lighthearted for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, why I am like, yo, like I still got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still gotta be out here, you know, Hey, we want to do something like we want to go somewhere. And at the, and like, in about the, like the mid to late 2018, 2019, I could feel myself just like slowing down. But also, I'm going to say part of the reason, so we didn't tell nobody too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't telling nobody nothing. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like nobody was really equipped to deal with my stuff. And, and, and where and I, I didn't want to hurt people. Nah, I didn't care. Because where I was at the time, I did not want you to. Me to tell you, and then you tell everybody, and then me be upset mm-hmm. at, at you because you can't shut the hell up. Like that's really <laughs> where I was, and I was like, and I so I was. My heart was very guarded, and for better or for it worse, was. my parents always told me to guard my heart. And this time it was for both mm-hmm. because I needed to guard my heart, but somewhere in there I I needed to actually start to have a conversation about mm-hmm. how I was feeling, even if it was with you. But I, I just wasn't ready to, to, to do that. Yeah, I was, and I was trying to... I was trying to get him... No, I just went off because it's all. I was trying to get him to open up because I'm like, it's no way that you can sit here and watch me go through this and you not have some kind of feeling. Um, but I felt like in that time, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you felt like... I got, I got this. I don't. You already fighting a battle. Yeah. Well, I like, don't. You don't need me to put any extra stress. Which I appreciate. Kind of appreciate that. Like I'm not about to sit here and like, oh, huh, my feeling. I feel bad. Like yo, like you just had, like you just really just legitimately had to do. And then I also felt good about how I couldn't really be there for you. Like you had to drive yourself. Yeah. To you Hampton. know, to Hampton. I was a way out and. An hour and a half the opposite direction working. And then I worked and, that night. Yeah, you worked that night. Like I, I couldn't really, I couldn't be there for you like I, like I wanted to. And then my job suck. They made me come back to work, even though Yo, like, it they was... made me came come back to work and was gonna say I'll voluntarily resign. 
And I had to go back to work. Barely seeing that, I had to go back because now all these medical treatments ran through my insurance. I need the insurance to go ahead and go through any which I was like, well, I just give insurance to my shot. I didn't want to because then we had to start all the credentialing process all over again. My insurance was already approved. So my that job was being a jerk. It forced me to go back to work. And if, but even that time frame, like Rashad, I feel like we learned so much. Also, like I have short term memory loss. I do. Um, so what I have to do is I have to play mind games with myself. Thank God I'm a therapist. I just, no one ever told me I just did it. So what I mean by mind games, read a lot of books, read a lot, do things that keep you thinking. And I have to do word association. Um, so like, okay, went to the car, went to the car, had on blue, went on red. Like I had to do a whole storyline where initially you'd like, okay, appointment, you had an appointment tomorrow. I have to have to say, I wore blue, red, red. I had to do some kind of associations. And then when I did association, I had to make it to my long-term memory because my short-term memory, I, I don't yeah, have. Yeah, you was basically out here doing mnemonics. Yeah. Yeah. Even if I had to sit here and say, like I'm so serious. I like I had to do that in Ooh, my head. Repetition. So I can yeah. remember it. and I then had to write it down. Even if, but even then I got better. Even if I write it down, sometimes I'm like you like didn't you write it down? I don't know. Did I? And sometimes Rashad still frustrated me frustrated me because he'll go, Didn't I tell you that? Then you know, didn't you say that? I don't know. Remember, I got short time I, and sometimes I live like we can have a whole full fledged conversation. And he like, you said X, Y, Z, and I would not remember the conversation at all. Yeah. And it'd be so, and like, it'd be so hit or miss, because sometimes you remember everything. Yes. And then, the times you remember nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here, ha- and, and having to be sensitive to that in the moment is is really hard. Yeah. Because I'm like, and you like, hey, I'm like, hey, I'm probably fine, but we just talked about things from two weeks ago that was so stupid to me that you remember the whole thing. But the actual important conversation we had about, you know, this bill that need to be paid, you totally forgot. I really don't know. So, like, I have to sit here and, and navigate my life within the lens of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's, yeah. and it's, it's, it's not. It's hard. It's, it's yeah. difficult. Because I would straight forget, like, now we can find, we can, we can have, like, remember this conversation? No, that wasn't me. It's like... And I'm be sitting, and it's not me being funny. And they bothers me too because I it I've gotten better, but it bothers me because certain things I just can't remember. So yeah. that's why when you like, don't you remember? That was a trigger for me because it's like you reminded me of what I had to go through all along. Like I want to remember, but I just can't. And so I, I do try to play games, but I'm still human. Even even besides this, I'm still human. I'm still gonna forget. That's being a human. But on top of this, I just. I can't remember everything. I have to pick and choose because I can't sing the whole mm-hmm. the whole conversation. Yeah. So I have some information. I got to pick and choose what's important for me to retrieve and try to save to my long term so I can remember. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's definitely been a um, it's been okay. a road. Some we, people we lost too, and some people we gained. Oh, in. like yeah, and I, that's what hurt me too. I God can't had to yeah, tell like, me about that. I, we don't even got time to talk about that. We already over. Like, but even with that, <laughs> just share this and we can wrap up and then we can toast. Um, I was so focused on because some people I felt like I was real writers for, and when I told them about my situation, I ain't hear for them again. And I was like, "Yo, when you was going X, Y, and Z, like I was there for you." And God told me, "Stop worrying about the people who wasn't there. Instead, focus on the people who showed up." Because there was people once again I never expected to be there who came like literally knocking on the door. Roberta, it was like, "Hey, let's 
what you doing? I'm like, God, you told her something? Like, <laughs> what was? And there was so much. I don't want to start saying name, but it was so many other people. Definitely my family, um, Lydia, Jackie, and G. Like, it was so yeah, many. I don't like, want to start like, naming names. But I don't, okay, I'll name a name. I'm going to be done. Like, you're, like, I got to definitely get lost with, like, your dad. Like, your dad. Oh, my gosh. Your dad looked out for you so much. Yeah. And it it really, it, it, it amazed me. It, it humbled me as a father. And 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 I definitely got like have my, my utmost respect for and I him. I think that's when my father saw what you was going through. Yeah. And that changed for him too. Like, okay, I was telling you my youngest child had the surgery. They wanted to come back, it was like they didn't believe me. I was like, I used to pray over my baby every day, like, no, because they was like, she gonna need a second surgery. I was like, not in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, you would not. Um, so the doctor kept pressuring me, pressuring me, come down here, come down. Rashad started a new job. They was pressuring me to come back to work, so I couldn't call off. My father came from New York to Virginia with my uncle <laughs> and took my baby to the doctor. And I was like, oh, my gosh, who who does that? I was like, oh, my gosh, he came down here just to take my child to the doctor. And then my other uncle came, and my mother, and we was laughing. We was like, because you see three big grown men with this little baby. I said, really looking like three men and a baby. And they took and and then after that, the doctor still was like, "Come on, we got to be ready to schedule up for another surgery." And I was like, "It's no need. The the mass is gone." He did not believe me. We took him to we took her to the doctor, and he was like, "Which arm?" And I'm like, "I'm showing the arm." He was like, "No, it wasn't that arm." Yes, it is. It's gone. He was like, "No, it can't be because it was still he gone all this time." Yeah, he told your boy was about had go by the north, right? Yep. Uh. He read the paperwork. My, I'm praying. I'm like, in Yeshua's name, this going to be good. I'm praying. And we holding it. He, like, Yo, he was so dumbfounded. I said, he didn't believe me. I was like, it's gone. Like, fam, ain't nothing there. Yo, let, let me go home. It was almost like they might call CPS on me if I didn't take this child by trying to say medical neglect. That's how forceful they were. Took a, so they was like, look at the chart. was like, let me see that again. It's gone. Oh, yeah, I said, yeah. I told you it was gone. And he looked at me, he apologized. He said, I apologize to you. You said it was gone. And I was praying, because that was nothing but God's healing. Yeah, man, trying, trying to go back. They was surgery. like, but it was a mess. It's still in there. We didn't take it out. It shouldn't be gone. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, good so, times, y'all. Tell us all that. Happy anniversary to me. Yes. Five years yeah, and counting. Five years, man. It's, it's, been, a, it's, it's been a journey. So yeah. like yeah, if you say this long, you 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 love us for real. <laughs> Again, like even so long the video right now, I ain't had no space on the, on that on the SD card. Anyway, I really um love you because you because you're the best. Um and ups and downs, better or worse, we we gonna grind this thing out. Man. Okay. All right. All right, that's it for the um, for today. We'll see you guys next week. I'm gonna have this is one whole episode. I ain't gonna break this up. Do it, don't do care. It. Yeah. One whole episode. And um, like I said before, like, share, subscribe. Make sure you uh, you when you see us on on the on the social media, talk to us. We talk back. We'll talk to you later. All right.